Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. For the past several days, we've been talking about mental load and the cognitive worry work that all too often becomes the responsibility of one partner in a partnership. And we're talking about ways we can rebalance that invisible work in ways that won't uproot and destroy all of the established love and relationships in your home. But ideally, it will allow you all to rebalance and reassess so that there's greater appreciation for all that insanely valuable, incredibly important work that goes unseen and undervalued. And in a Harper's Bazaar article on the subject, The author says a good starting point for couples would be to include cognitive tasks on their household balance sheet. We often overlook non-physical work or thought work when we assess our to-do lists, which means a lot of labor and a lot of time and a lot of energy is going unnoticed and unaccounted for. So it's important to actually address what the cognitive labor load is so we can seek to delegate what needs to be delegated, decrease what needs to be decreased, set reminders for what needs to be reminded and rescheduled, and outsource what needs to be outsourced. And because we live in such hyper-individualized nuclear family homes, we lack community, which means we're taking on a lot more of the work than we've ever been expected to do in generations past. So addressing where you're taking on too much is just as important as divvying up what can't be skipped. I want to take a moment here, though, to really recognize how important this work is, but how intimidating it can be. Because if you think about it, we're just adding extra work to try to reduce the amount of work we have. It's a lot. 
And I'll quote directly from the article here because they say it really well, but it says, even having a conversation about the imbalance of emotional labor can become emotional labor. It gets to a point where I have to weigh the benefits of getting my husband to understand my frustration against the compounded emotional labor of doing so in a way that won't end in us fighting. Usually, I'll let it slide, reminding myself that I'm lucky to have a partner who willingly complies to any task I assign to him. I know, compared to many women, including female family members and friends, I have it so easy. My husband does a lot. He does dishes every night habitually. He often makes dinner. He'll handle bedtime for kids when I'm working. If I ask him to take on extra chores, he will, without complaint. It feels greedy at times to want more from him. I know it's not going to be easy for either of us to tackle the splitting of emotional labor, nor do I ever expect to be completely equitable. I'll admit that I probably enjoy certain types of emotional labor far more than my husband, like planning our meals and vacations. I'm also more skilled at emotional labor on the whole because I've had my entire life to practice it. But if we're lucky, he's got a whole lot of life left to hone his emotional labor skills and to change the course of our children's future. Our sons can still learn to carry their own weight, and our daughters can learn not to carry others. And I think that excerpt is not only really important to consider, but it's also really poignant when we're talking about emotional labor. Because it is extra emotional labor to discuss emotional labor, which feels counterintuitive and counterproductive. But ideally, it's something that's only heavy while we're picking it up to put on the table to discuss. And after we've put it on the table between us, it's something we won't have to pick up all on our own again if we're able to hold the conversation in a way that is conducive to building the relationship into a more equitable partnership. So if you've listened to all of this and you're like, yes, this is me. I need to have this conversation with my partner. Where do I start? Well, it starts with just that. An open, direct conversation about what the mental load is, how it's been affecting you, and why you think it's important to change the dynamic. And this is one of those conversations that you need to have when you're feeling your best and your partner's feeling receptive, because it's one that tends to come up when we're feeling burnt out and highly anxious and emotional. And because it's an emotional conversation about emotional work, it often doesn't address or work out the way we'd expect it to. But remember that when conversing about the mental load, we're not just dividing the physical tasks like cooking and cleaning. We're dividing the mental tasks like delegating, planning, scheduling, remembering, taking stock, and holding each other accountable. But the most important part of all of this is to remember it will never be perfectly equitable and divided right down the middle. My partner and I are good at different things, and that's what makes us good partners. Our involvement might look different at different days and different times, but for the most part, it's pretty consistent on me doing more of this type of work and him doing more of that type of work, and that's what works for us. So when I talk about balance, I'm talking about what feels balanced to you, what feels sustainable to you. Because if you are a type A alpha planner, super organized planning badass, but you married a spontaneous, obnoxious, out of character, out of pocket weirdo, you're not going to change their personalities and they're not going to change yours. That's what makes you work. But like with any conversation, the goal is to share your perspective in a way that they ideally understand it and you understand their perspective so you can meet your perspectives at a place that can allow those perspectives to exist in harmony rather than frustration because they often butt heads or don't actually harmonize in the way that we'd like them to. 
As we continue checking in with the balance between our partners and our households, it will get easier and the weight will become more equitable and evenly distributed in a more organic and natural way that doesn't need such a sit down, bust out the Excel spreadsheet and plan out every emotional task I've ever had to do for this household, because obviously that's not sustainable work either. But if you do it the first time and you build the foundation of understanding where you've actually been spending your time, your emotional labor, and your physical labor so that we can address what doesn't need that much attention, what could be split amongst two people's attention, or what could be given to someone else for their attention. Point is, it's all about collaboration. It's all about communication. And it's mostly about remembering you're on the same team. And tomorrow, I'll be sharing my final thoughts on how to get on the same team and stay there. In the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I love you so stinking much. And I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.